Uh, welcome back and happy new year. Um, it's 2023 and it's really hard to believe that um, 2022 is now over. But yes, happy new year. We hope that you had a good new year and a great Christmas. Um, yeah. And did you have a good new year and good Christmas? I did, yeah. Me and Danny basically spent New Year's <laughs> together, <laughs> virtually. Yeah, we did. We did. Oh my gosh, we yeah, actually we did. did. We did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. But um, yeah, it was really good. It was. It was just you know, I just can't believe we're in twenty twenty three. It's crazy. I know. Like, I, know. I when I was younger, I used to look at um or think about twenty twenty three. And have you ever watched Futurama? Um, I've watched maybe a few episodes. Not. It wasn't something that I used to watch a lot. But you know, like in Futurama, they got like the flying cars and they got like these yeah. slides that you go down. I thought 2023 would be Listen, like that. Listen, we, we from my generation, because I know younger than me, we used to watch the Jetsons. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but for those who were born in the 80s, um, <laughs> they will know what the Jetsons are. And the Jetsons actually have stuff that happens today. Really? Yeah, so oh, yeah, so Google cool. the Jetsons, you'll see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, it's really odd to think about 2023. It's it just feels so like futuristic, 2023. <laughs> and yet, when you live in it, it feels like we're miles away from the future. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> I know, it's crazy, but yes, it's. Here we are. Today, people, um, first of all, thank you for those who are still um, listening to us and supporting us. We we hope to be a bigger platform at some point. We're just here talking and we're just here venting, really. We, we just <laughs> It's like rather than being on the phone, we decided to be on a platform and, and Share our vent. Yeah. Yeah, share with everyone. Uh, by the way, whoever is looking at my clock, it is incorrect. I know it doesn't work for some reason, but I really like it, so I refuse to take it off the wall. Today, Angie and I wanted to talk about ghosting. Um, ghosting, I, I don't know about you, Angie, but I thought ghosting was something that happened between a man and a woman, or it doesn't matter whether it's a man and a man, a woman, and I'm, I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about romantic relationships. Um, and unfortunately I found myself in a position where I was ghosted by a friend. Yeah. And I didn't, I never, it never occurred to me that it, that happens. Yeah. It's funny. Cause you always get, there's like this preconception or the thing that a lot of people share is when they're like dating or when they're seeing someone and that person just disappears but you yeah. never really see that actually it spreads out because we we have discussed this before it could be a parent that like ghosts it could be like you in your situation a friend that just ghosts you it's just yeah there's so many different things listen there's some sometimes there's people that haven't come back to work <laughs> so they ghosted work so yeah it's yeah it's, i think it's just because a lot of people share like the romantic side of it yeah i don't know if and also because in friendship sometimes you have friends and you know the the friendship just doesn't last and you it, it takes its natural course so you know you start to get a bit more distant you start talking eventually it's just birthdays christmas and then 
because it, it, it not even that and then it's nothing there mm. but in your case it was like it was tell us what happened in your case because it was more immediate wasn't it in my case um it, it was just so this is i will not say names or anything of the sort obviously but uh what happened was i we had this friendship uh me and this person and it lasted for years so ever since i came to the uk and in 2021 um they told me that they were going through some stuff and they were going to stop social media and, and stuff like that which obviously you understand you know at the end of the day people go through their own um little problems and issues and you have to be respectful and you have to understand their position which i did and obviously as a good friend i asked if i could help in any way um they said they needed you know that they were going through family problems and stuff like that and i said oh gosh seems like it's a, a real you know I don't know what's going on and they said that um you know they were like one of their um family members was going through some health issues mm. and you know I was concerned and I was always making sure that they were okay um and then they started you know replying still saying oh you know what I miss you so much and um but i've been staying home and the the conversations were very much like we used to to have before but but now they were also more you know i've been staying home i haven't had time to do anything i'm just dealing with this family member and everything so you know and then it came to a point where it, i think the last message that i got from this person was saying um you know i love you and i hope we i hope i will speak to you soon uh i sent them a voice note and they said oh i have to go but i will listen to it in a sec and that was it this was in january 2022 and up until now that was the last thing that you got a response to that was the last time that i spoke to this person and never again they never spoke to me i still messaged um and then i found out that they have changed their phone number um I emailed, never got a reply. I emailed their work email and personal email, never got a reply. And I messaged a mutual friend, which I thought was a friend of mine as well, but apparently I don't know. It's a bit it's a bit of an odd one really because all of a sudden it was just no communication. Gone up until now. And it it was it was and still is very hurtful because this is a person that was my friend i dare say my best friend for 13 years and then i got ghosted basically there's nothing else i can say it's just they went from i'm having issues uh to i will speak to you soon to nothing i mean it is quite hurtful because it like being ghosted by anybody that you have some form of connection with is obviously going to be hard to deal with it's like It's like dealing with a death in some ways where you Definitely. Somebody just disappears and then you're going to then you have to cr like uh grieve that connection and that relationship whether it's like friendship whether it's like platonic or whether it's romantic you you end up grieving that relationship because that person is just it, it is gone. Yeah. So I think it's hard and especially when you've had no explanation I think it's even harder because that's where you you know what will soon 
discuss is that closure like you don't get closure you don't get there's just nothing and it's, it's confusing and then it leaves it's like it's like having a riddle and never being able to solve the riddle and Definitely. not understanding where these pieces even came from <laughs> which is horrible for me because i'm a person that i like to have the the all the pieces of the puzzle all together i you know but at the end of the day it's like i said to you uh yesterday or the day before where i said not having closure is closure in itself it's true you know there's nothing else i could I've, i i know for a fact that i've tried everything that i could to be in contact with that person um i know that i've gone above and beyond to make sure that they were okay um and you know i, I what am I to think or what am I to say? Nothing. There's nothing else I can do. There's nothing else I can, I'm not going to chase because at the end of the day, if that person wanted to get in touch with me, they have email address and phone number and haven't changed mine. So um, they could very well do um, something to get in touch with me. So I can only think that they don't want to. So mm. I won't pester them. At first I was concerned for them. Now I just think, they want nothing to do with me so there's not much i can i can do how have you dealt with this then like like what has been your approach obviously after some time i mean i think it takes a while to realize that damn actually this person is ghosted because i don't know if you go i don't know if you went through this period of like denial in a sense of like nah something's going on they're there but until like when was the point where you got to where you were like damn actually this person isn't coming back this person has actually ghosted me it's not just are oh, they going through something and that's why they they've disappeared for a little bit they've actually gone i don't think i don't think i was in denial because i didn't know but once i found out that they had changed their number yeah from that point on i literally thought they don't want to they don't want communication with me because even if you change your number you're capable of maintaining your other numbers. And therefore, um, even if even if this person didn't have, like all of a sudden, like so many people lose their numbers. Even if this person had that situation, we have mutual friends plus Instagram or Facebook they can contact me in. So if no effort has been made, it told me straight away that... Um, I had been ghosted and I, I don't know that I call I called it ghosting um but I've realized after a while the term applied a bit more wider than what I thought it did and um and that it applied to me which was it, it still is very hurtful I'm not gonna lie because 13 years of of friendship don't just go away not for me at least but at the end of the day I am not going to just drag it on and as i said no closure is closure in itself and that's how i'm gonna have to accept it yeah. until something else happens either they um contact me which i very much doubt um because i won't be contacting them anymore so it's it is what it is as as toxic as this saying is it, it's <laughs> true <laughs> it's hard because it's like even in like a for example there's been stories where people like even when it comes to dating for example they'll be seeing somebody and or they'll they'll fully think they're in a relationship with someone um i even i know somebody who ghosted somebody actually 
he was i think it was my friend who's actually a guy <laughs> i won't give any names either but he was seeing this girl and he'd met her mom and like and she lived in oxford um which was quite far but anyway he he'd go down and see her and like she fully thought they were in a relationship but in his mind like in his mind he was just like you're you're just a you know <laughs> and we're not in a relationship and like when he told me that she was call she was calling and she was trying to get in contact and stuff but he was just just ignoring it i was like that's really mean like you should have been honest he was like i was i told her what it was she wanted me to meet her family and that's what she wanted so that's what happened but and it's sad because like yeah you build that rapport with someone and in some ways like the people around us become like our safety net do you know like yeah. especially when you've got close friends like you're one of my safety nets i know when i'm really stressed out i can call you and you know i can vent to you you're there and when you ditto ditto yeah when you build like that friendship and then all of a sudden things just disappear it's mad and it and sometimes i feel like we can end up feeling like things are wrong with us do you know what i mean like you start thinking what did i do have yeah. i done something wrong and then it's, it's not good for yeah me. definitely definitely but the, you remember when when we were talking about this um because i spoke to Ange about um this that was happening because i was i was baffled i was thinking what the hell what is this what, what am i supposed to do and Ange was one of the that actually Ange was the only person that I went to about this. And, you know, it, it, I think I remember telling you um, that the, the whole situation and thinking, I wonder if I did something. And I remember going mm. through our messages. I yeah. went through my messages with this person and, and you know, the, the, the scenarios in my head as well, like when was the last time that we met, you know, stuff like that, because you start thinking, damn did i do something yeah and then none nothing in those messages said anything like it, w it was literally just saying you know um um it was a once there was a very long message explaining that she was going through some stuff and uh they needed to um step away from social media and all that and that they might not be able to reply to messages as often but from going to that to Changing phone numbers uh, and um, yes, leaving social media. And then all of a sudden, no contact whatsoever until now. And the thing is, if they contact me now, what do I do? It's the gap. It's that big gap that is just, I don't know. Like sometimes it's just too big of a gap. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's almost like, I don't know what reason is good enough for that. Because a lot has happened in that time, a lot. So when there's been such a long gap, it's almost like, what is it that, what, what's, what is the reason? Like, you know, what makes it justifiable? Exactly. And what reason? Because the reason why you say that, and and you know this, so, um, no one will know from our listeners, but my dad passed away in December, just gone. So. And even throughout the year, I had a, a cancer scare. So none of those things, and those are pretty bad things. Definitely. I have not pushed any way, anyone away because I had those things. So I don't, I don't think I can find a good enough reason to say, 
to ghost someone like this. And I agree. Like, I think those are things that are very, they're, they're quite significant things. And those, like what I was saying about safety nets, our friends are, or the close relationships that we have are like people, those people become our safety nets. And in those times where we need that, they, I think, you know, you need to be there. And if you're not for such a long time, I don't know. It just, yeah. So the only conclusion that I can take is that I'm not, I wasn't that friend. I wasn't that safety net. Yeah. If that makes sense. That's, and that is even more hurtful, but that is the only conclusion that I can take. It's like being, from it's it. It's like being rejected. Completely. Completely. As I said, it's extremely hurtful and not sure that I can find any reason good enough. So, you know, I, I no longer search. I don't go and, and, you know, I think about it. I'm not going to lie. I think about it, but I don't make it a mission to find out what happened anymore. So do you think that's like the way that you've moved forward with it and the way you're dealing with it? In essence, the way you're getting closure. I think it's the only way that I can deal with it is because in reality, I can't deal with it. Everything that I tried is what I, by sending messages, emails, uh, trying through friends. Nothing else I can do. I've done everything that I could do. And it's not a question of, oh, it's, it's down to them anymore. Because in reality, what's that going to achieve? Would I like to know? Yes, I would. I would very much like to know what happened. But would things go back to how they were before? Doubt it. And this is not this is not to do with them. It's more to do with me and my personality. I don't think that I'd be able to get over it and say, oh, it's okay. Um, I understand that what you've been through. Because it's a bit of a selfish thing. But because I would be saying, how about what I've been through? And you weren't there. Yeah. In a relationship okay like in a, in a romantic relationship if you were with someone and they suddenly disappeared for like years and then came back and wanted to restart or like get back to where you guys were you wouldn't accept it everyone would call you crazy exactly <laughs> and i don't think things should change for friendship the same way people say if you're in a relationship and pe you know the person is doing things to disrespect you if you wouldn't take that from a friend then you shouldn't take that in that scenario so it goes both both ways yeah Do you know what i mean yeah and it's yeah it's, yeah it's such a it's such a hard situation i think it's really sad and like you said sometimes the closure is not getting closure and it's still hard yeah. to deal with because when you don't have an explanation it's just yeah it's just it's, it's almost it plays in your mind of course and then you start making up all these explanations and you could go crazy because there's so many things that you could come up with and i think that forces you to draw on your faults or like look for faults in yourself. And again, I don't think that's, I don't think it's healthy. If you're doing it in like a way where you're trying to figure out or like, like a self-reflective way, then fine. But because it's triggered by somebody else's actions, I think sometimes that can like feed insecurity and feed just feelings of like, just feeling down. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it, it's, it definitely did on me because for so long I thought it was, something that I had done or hadn't done, mm. you know, because that those first four or five months where I was messaging and the message was being delivered, but not read, 
and and or, or maybe less than five months i'm not quite sure maybe four months because i believe i sent her a happy birthday um message and uh it, it got delivered in our red but i'm not too sure i can't remember but um still then you know i was still thinking oh okay they're just having some issues and you know <laughs> at some point they'll come back and, and speak to me and then i found out that they had changed their phone numbers and then how many years has it been again now since what since um like the the last time that she responded to you or said anything a year a year yeah, see it's a long time yeah damn wow it's a very long time it's a when when you are best friends with someone and this is someone that i used to used to speak not 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 necessarily daily because we don't live we don't live that close um but i would speak every week for sure mm, that's still a lot yeah yeah, especially as you're a grown-up, yes, you, there's not a lot of people that I speak to daily. And when you got kids and everything, you barely find time to speak exactly. to yourself. <laughs> so for me, to go from that, as I was saying, when you're best friends, when you go for, and if you speak on a weekly, daily, whatever it is, and then you go two weeks without speaking to that person, you're already going to find it odd. Yeah, definitely. And you're already going to speak to that person and say, hold on a minute, what's going on? We haven't spoken in a while. And if it goes three weeks or a month, then you're really going to find it on. So is everything okay? You're going to try and find out what's going on. Mm -hmm. A year? A year is a long One year. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a lot. I think overall... I mean... Yeah, getting closure on these things is hard because sometimes that's what we need to move on. But I think this scenario and situation is just um, an example of where you kind of have to find your own closure and yeah it's it's a challenge but it's it's a you know it's a way to i guess try and grow in terms of just accepting things for what they are and like you said in that yeah it is toxic but the, the it is what it is kind of it is yeah. what it is because <laughs> sometimes it is but it's, it's true it's accepting that i may never get that closure and not even that it's also not expecting it yeah which is hard because if you're expecting it then you're there every day or you know in any moment thinking i wonder if this is the mo no you just have to think never gonna happen so just moving on from it how do i do it i don't know but at the end of the day i have other things that i have to do so what's sad i think is that um sometimes the reason why it's harder is because we know a person in a certain way and then we don't expect them to do that or we the reason why we have the expectation of them coming back is because we may have had this close rapport with them where they're always there or whatever it may be so to have that suddenly switch is just it's yes it's gonna it you're still gonna expect that person to come back because that's all you've known of them and when they don't it makes it harder because mm -hmm. <laughs> because you've known them and you've had fights with them and you've had little things and whatever and we've always been there yeah yeah you know so i mean going back to my childhood i was never lucky when it came to friends and it's not to say that i didn't take part in that i definitely did i don't think i was the best of people sometimes and it's not because i wanted to be malicious but it's how i knew how to be yeah 
when I was growing, when you're a teenager, you're, you can be very arrogant. Mm. And I probably was like that. And, but I didn't know necessarily that I was being arrogant. I know now. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I didn't have good enough friends to tell me that. Yeah. It wasn't the type of arrogance that was being, being a strong, independent person. I was just, I don't know if it was, if you could call it arrogance or a lot of insecurities. I think for me, it was a lot of insecurities. And so I portrayed myself with overconfidence. Yeah. In reality, it was very much the opposite. And the people around me just took that as me being a horrible person. Yeah. So, you know, it, sometimes it takes that one person to, to see your true self and, and, and see that what you're portraying is not necessarily you. Yeah, and you know, it's funny you say that because I feel like, um, we've again, we've had this discussion before, but I feel like a real friend would tell you the truth. And I think a lot of the times, a lot of people hold back, but I think we're not always able to see how we are externally. Like we, we know what's going on internally, so uh, I could give reason to a certain thought process or how I act, but nobody else sees that or knows that internal world until I share it externally. So yes. when, you know, if somebody, if like if a friend sees that you've come across in a certain way or something's gone wrong, then saying it is is caring about your friend. Obviously, you might have to be extra meticulous with the way that you say it for certain people, but I think saying it is, you would say it because you care, because, do you get what I'm saying? I think sometimes people stray from the yeah. truth because of that whole phrase of the truth hurts but and i guess for some people some people would rather not hear the truth but i think personally the truth is the truth is important and having a friend that can be truthful and tell you when you've gone wrong when you're unable to see it is, is actually a really good trait but it's 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 very difficult to have friends like that especially in your teenage years yeah yeah First of all, in your teenagers, a lot of teenagers, um, or at least um, from what I know, they are very um, selfish. They think about themselves um, rather than the world around them and even the friends around them because you're still discovering yourself. Yeah. Um, and as much as I hurt other people, they have hurt me and didn't think of that. They didn't have that in consideration. All they were thinking was, how I hurt them. Mm. Mm -hmm. So it was just that thing of, and mind you, I'm, I'm saying this and the, 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 these are things that have actually happened to me. And I have spoken to um, a person in particular and apologized. And it took me like a while for me to tell them, yes, I have hurt you, but you've hurt me too. Mm -hmm. It's not a question of this was just one person. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they realized the extent that they hurt me. Yeah. You know, the, to, to the point that it had um, traumatic consequences to this day that I'm an adult now. Yeah. And do you think that helped it? By you sharing that, that hurt, do you think that actually was something that helped bring you guys or like kind of... No, no, we're not. I don't, I wouldn't say that we are friends, friends nowadays. Um, we, we speak to each other, but I don't think we could be friends um, in that friends zone, if that makes sense, simply because I'm not, I'm not sure they believe that I am a good person. Yeah. And I don't think as much as they have apologized as well, I, they are, they're very much not aware of how 
how much um, what they have done to me, the extent of the trauma. They don't, I don't think they understand it. Yeah. Um, because it was in my teenage years and I was very much still trying to find myself and all of a sudden I'm, I'm in the middle of, you know, uh, I don't really want to go into it, but I found myself feeling like I was the worst person in the world. Mm. And not to say that what I did or didn't do wasn't bad, but I wasn't given the opportunity to just apologize and, and or realize what, what happened. Yeah. Really. yeah. At least that's my interpretation of it. They may have a different interpretation of it, to be honest, because for every story, there's two sides. Definitely. So, you know, but basically nowadays, I don't think anyone can say I'm that bad of a person or... You know, I, I don't think so. I don't have the most approachable face. I am aware of that. Um, I don't have that face, that happy face that makes people come to me and, and say, oh, hey. No, I, I understand I don't. <laughs> um, but those who know me know that I will try and do whatever I can to help if I can help. So, you know. What would be your advice then in dealing with this kind of situation and moving forward and yeah what would you say then from your experience um from the ghosting experience it's very hard because i'm still going through it but my advice would be don't make it a life mission if you've already tried everything that you could yeah if it's if it's a a, a uh, like in, in what you spoke about your friend ghosting another person, then you have to realize that you've been ghosted and that's it. And that's the same for me. Don't make it a life mission. At some parts, you know, you have to realize that people don't want to be contacted and they don't want to speak to you. You have to move on and move forward and, and make that a lesson for you, really. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know how I can make a lesson because we were such... I know for a fact I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Maybe that's the lesson. Yeah. It's the lesson that as good as you can be, sometimes things don't don't turn out that well. Yeah. And also, I think one of the biggest lessons is probably like we just can't always control, understand people. Like we... Our control is just extends to only ourselves. So even in this situation... Definitely. Like, as much like you can like you could think forever you could think for the rest of your life about what happened and try and figure it out but like i was saying before we we're not always aware of people's internal world so we don't know what's going on internally even when we have friendships we don't know what is going on internally with people what the thoughts are mm -hmm. so sometimes it's just like just letting it go and understanding because it's hard it's easy to say but it's, it's so hard but like maybe using it as a time to maybe self-reflect and also just learn like to just let it go but it's everyone like I actually i hate that phrase i literally hate that phrase like, you, you need to let it go but it's so because true it's, though it's hard to do though mm -hmm. it's, it's very hard like saying it is one thing doing it is another but sometimes it's just using that like this situation as an opportunity to cultivate that self-acceptance and acceptance of situations in life and the fact that you can't always control them, but it's hard, man. But it is, it is the, it is the phrase that most applies here is let it go, go frozen on people. 
Let it go. There you go. Let it go. <laughs> it's true. You don't need to know the reason why. The main reason why go. you have to let it go is for yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's like forgiveness, which I am extremely bad at. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not good at forgiving. I just, I, it's not, I, the reason why I'm not good at forgiving is because I don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. It's Even hard. it's it's one of those things like mm. so for me forgiveness is and even though forgiveness should be for you not for the other person but for you to move on yeah but it's it, just accepting that that's the situation you've done what you could it hasn't changed so yeah. let it go and move forward because if you don't let it go that's what are you doing you're literally just standing in the same place the whole time and i can't do that yeah i refuse to do that i did that for a while and obviously it got me nowhere so no i just it's it's forward is the way yeah without them or with them it's hard i think yeah, we'll delve into more things as the episodes go on, but I think definitely, guys, let us know if you've been ghosted. Uh, what Romantically or through a French friendship. Yeah, what kind of ghosting and how you deal with it. What do you do to get closure? Um, yeah. Did you get closure? <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah. Because I know I didn't. This is quite a heavy topic. <laughs> it is it's it, it it really is it really is i mean i i i'm i'm good talking about it now but i think in the beginning i was quite i was so hurtful by it that i i cried i'm not gonna lie i cried because it was heartbreaking it was just heartbreaking but at the end of the day the day go the days go by and you mourn it and then you get over it. Danny's been through a really tough experience and I think all of us have been ghosted in some way and I think it will definitely be um, a good chance to just share. So please share with us. Um, let us know your experiences. I know it is. It is. Quiz time. And I've got some hilarious questions to ask Danny. I'm actually happy because I didn't realize how heavy this topic would be. And I picked some really funny questions. So are you ready for them? Lighten the mood. Yes. <laughs> are you ready for the questions? Uh, wait. I'm putting my Udi of luck. I'm ready. Okay, so guys, if you don't know, get to know the rules. So you have 30 seconds to answer each question. Um, there's five questions and we are in a competition. Actually, I think we, have to, we might have to wipe the slate. Let's start a new competition in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> 2023. Yeah. So let's see who, who wins. So the trivia for today, um, question number one. In Georgia, 
it's illegal to eat a f- what with a fork? A cake. Mm. Chicken. Yes. Yes. I knew because I. That's good. <laughs> fried chicken. Good. Why would you eat fried? Why would you eat chicken with a fork? It should be illegal around the whole world. <laughs> you just take that piece of fried chicken with your hands. You take a little bite. You rip off the meat and. You know, you in Portugal, it. it's not illegal, but it's considered rude. At least where I come from. Yes. Why no? Why are you, why are you disgusted to pick up the, the, the chicken? Just pick it up and eat it. But it's like Nando's. I mean, a lot of people go to Nando's and they'll eat that chicken with uh, cutlery. And I'm just like, there's a lot of sauce that you're missing out on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of meat that you're missing out mm. on. And that's taking you a very long time. You, you're just torturing yourself for no reason. You're torturing other people looking at you too. (laughs) Okay, question number two. What was Mm -hmm. Marilyn Monroe's natural hair color? Now, this one is very interesting. She is not a blonde. No. She's a brunette. Nope. uh, Mousy brown. No. Redhead. Yes, redhead. There's not a lot of options. (laughs) Should have made that question harder. Definitely could go through the whole um, of, like hair color. Spectrum. I cannot <laughs> imagine Norma Jean, a redhead. But I don't, to be honest, I don't think I've... That's her name, isn't it? Norma Jean. I've just learned something. I did not know that. That's, I'm pretty sure Norma Jean is her name. Wow. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Her name is not Marilyn Monroe. That's what I was thinking. Your name's too perfect. Marilyn Monroe. That makes sense. <laughs> Norma Jean. Just the Norma Jean. From Aberdeen. Right. <laughs> no, she's not from... <laughs> All right. So how do you... T- uh, question three. How do you mm. tell the age of a horse? Through their teeth. <gasps> how did you know that? I like animals. <laughs> oh, wow. Danny, you're good. You're good. Question number four. Now, I want to clarify... This is PG. What kind of animal is a B-U-S-T-A-R-D? Not a B-A, but a B-U-S-T-A-R-D. A bustard. I would say a human being, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, A bee? You. An insect? No. You thought I was spelling it. (laughs) It's not the B-A one, it's the B-U. Um... Uh, is it like an antelope? No. I don't actually know. Never heard of a bustard. Heard of a lot of bustards though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bird. Oh, makes sense. They 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 have loads of weird name things, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely wouldn't want to be the word the bird that's called a bustard. Bustard. Hmm. Um. Right. Last one. Cockroaches do what every 15 minutes? Annoy the hell out of people. Cock-a-doodle-doo! No? There's something that they do every single 15 minutes. They shag a chicken? <laughs> no. <laughs> there would be Cockroaches, some. yeah. Cockroaches. Oh, I said, I thought... Cockroaches. Cockroaches. Yeah, I, I was just like, how the hell would a cockroach do... <laughs> I thought you said cockerels. Cockroaches. Do whatever. They clean themselves. 
Ne. They poo. Ne. They eat. No. They survive nuclear bombs every 15 minutes. Uh -oh. <laughs> Although they do, they do a lot of that, yeah. <laughs> they pee? No. They vomit? No. You want to know what it is? No idea. They fart. Apparently, they fart every 15 minutes. Now, I don't know how true this is. I, I hope I can trust the website that I got this off, but apparently they fart every 15 minutes. I never thought <laughs> of a cockroach fart. I know, but apparently they do. Do you know what the what is the animal that farts the most? A cow? Yeah, all the methane. All the methane and global warming. Yeah. Terrible stuff. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We're back. Please let us know if there's anything that you want to talk about. Uh, and do do um, send your uh, stories about ghosting um, and what your idea for closure would be. I'm quite interested to, to know for my own uh, personal um, situation. Yeah, I think it would be nice. And plus, this is what we've, me and Danny have created this podcast for so that we can all share, get advice from each other, as we've said. And yeah, just, you know, know that we're all in this together. We're all in this together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um, yes, thank you very much, everyone. And happy 2023. We hope it's the best one so far. <laughs> Until next time. Bye.